tips And there you are You're running for your life You're a shooting star And all of the years No one knows Just how hard you worked But now it shows Everybody One shiny moment It's all on the line In one shining moment Anarchy week 12 locker room guys. Yeah. Yeah. Momo. Momo. <laughs> um, okay. So wild, wild, crazy. wild weekend. Lit crazy movie weekend for college basketball. Unbelievable. I mean, it's, it's March and, um, it's in March January. and January. It's unreal. I mean, I, like every team in the top 10 got bounced. So, and they didn't just get bounced. They lost. Most of them lost to a bad team, like right. bad loss. Obviously, some of them were good losses, but loss, the majority of them were like bad losses. So RAP polls—they're going to be weird. They might—they'll probably change by the end of this episode after we talk about some teams. <laughs> but I guess I'll start. Number one team in the nation, the Alabama Crimson Tide. Two in the nation. In the nation. Two Purdue, three Kansas. Four Tennessee, six Houston. Actually, whatever. Six Arizona, seven UCLA, eight Virginia, nine Kansas State, and ten Xavier. Okay, <laughs> this face you. He looked at it so scared. His face when he looked up, he goes, "I'm, I'm scared. I don't, I don't know." A, he's like, "Wait, am I David? Yeah, they lost to DePaul." Fuck, yeah, but DePaul at home, so that's a really good loss. No, it was the face Joey made. The face Joey made when he, sorry, when he like when he got done with that, he goes, he's like, oh shit, yeah, was that was that, was that bad? <laughs> he's like, yeah, I, I just don't know. I um, mean, like I said, we'll talk about it. We'll see. There might be some teams moving up and down. Completely different like perspective. Maybe, I mean, teams are going to be moving up the up and down the poles like strippers we're, this week. So. We're going to be. We might, like, after me and Logan go, maybe one of us will be like, okay, now I'm going to go back and redo my 10. So, maybe. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I'll go mine now. Bama, Purdue, 1-2. I mean, I think yeah. that's kind of – you could probably flip those two. Hero damn tied. That's pretty consensus. Uh, I went K-State at three because their losses are, like – Hot take, easy, but it's not a bad take. Easily could have won both their games they lost, I think. Yeah, I like that. And then they, they, they beat – um. Uh, Kansas, so I want to put Kansas at three, but I'm like, K-State beat them, and they have a better record, so I I want Kansas four, though. I'm going to move out Kansas State. Okay. And Kansas lose twice. Yeah, they lost back-to-back. K-State, and they got smoked by TCU. About time they lost the game. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I'm going to go, so Bama, Purdue, K-State, Kansas, Houston, five, Virginia, six, Arizona, seven. I still kept Iowa State in at eight. Oh, I forgot about um, Iowa State. And they, they lost, but I mean, they road game at Oklahoma State, close one down to the wire compared to other teams. I don't know. I just kept them in. TCU eight or nine, and UCLA oh, yeah, ten. Fuck. So Tennessee dropped, Xavier dropped out, Gonzaga dropped out, Texas dropped out. I mean, it's just dropout after dropout. Yeah, mine, I mean dude. they're it's, they're driving out like they got a construction job back home or something. Yeah, they but they all went. They that all, was not a spread. 
uh, straight bullet. They're all good. I mean, you make great money. So They're Dropping out like they got some haircutting or something to do. <laughs> they got to go to Capri. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thank God girls don't listen to this podcast. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but, um, uh, Sorry, I hope you guys... Never mind. I just cut my hair, please. Hope you guys can get to cook up some mean fades, but yeah. Uh, I had Xavier at seven last week, and they lost to fucking DePaul. So I'm gonna kick them out <laughs> and put um, who was it last? Who was team the team I team? said? I had you, T, my last TCU. three. Yeah, I, was, I would say TCU UCLA were the last three. I don't know if you had them in or not, but I I I think TCU is really good. I really do. Yeah, I mean, get they, horny. <laughs> get horny, guys. Get horny with us. Let's go. We're a, we're a horny podcast. Yeah, we're all horned up. We're a horny podcast. Ribbit. <laughs> Ribbit. I mean, no, you think about it. Right. K State, they beat K State, lose West Virginia, beat Kansas. Whatever. Yeah. You know, those two wins cancel that loss. You know what? Just because you said that. No, never mind. I don't really. By no, the way, okay. I moved Kansas State to five. Got yeah, it. no, don't, you're right. You're right. Wait. All right. My turn. Alabama at one, Purdue Wrong. two. Wrong. Houston, Houston three, Tennessee four, Kansas State five, Arizona six, UCLA seven, Kansas eight, TCU nine, Baylor ten. Baylor? <laughs> uh, you must Watch. have fucking brought her because I have <laughs> no idea. I'm predicting the future. They're going to win their next three games. And okay, be okay, okay. Baylor, I hardly know. Okay, I think if they win their next three, they're going to be higher than that, though. Yeah, I know, but I had to have them in there, so when they do... I was right. right. Yeah, because they got Kansas, Arkansas, Texas. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. <laughs> and uh, Texas and, is on the road too. And Mo gang. Um. Yeah. Keontae George is fucking him. So he, yeah, he's, dude, he's like top twenty in offensive like up. rating. For Ken Palm. Um. Called it. <laughs> the reason I had to drop Houston like to five. <laughs> you can't lose to Temple at home. <laughs> but <laughs> Temple, can't. Temple is the fourth most winning college basketball team in the United States. So you can't. They're historically a powerhouse. Historically a powerhouse. Or or, or historically they've just been around longer. Maybe. Bears <laughs> Bears are two and wins in the NFL, aren't they? Yeah, Bears are second. Kind of poverty franchise. But since the merger though. Yeah, I don't know. Probably not. Uh, yeah, that's fair. I just I obviously think like Houston Houston is like gonna be like Gonzaga the last few years where it's like Yeah, they drop one, but it's like, okay, whatever. Fluke they'll win the next like fifteen games, so it's like who cares? You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't really count any of their losses. I think they're undefeated. I mean, the Bama loss is a loss because they're, no. they're a good team. Bama's really good. No. They're real damn tied. Um, Bama's really freaking good. Oh, they're unbelievable. Bama is the number one team in the country. If you say differently, you're stupid. It's crazy. Pants down, pants down. Me and, me and Laura are talking Can we just about talk about Bama for a second? I'm, I'm going to because... go right now. I'm going to be, we said this last two podcasts. Every game since December 28th against Mississippi State, the spread has been... Within five. And everyone, every time you go, wow, Red what one. the hell's up with that? No. Just bet on them. Missouri was four at Missouri. They beat them hey, by 20. I'm, I'm thinking for this episode, just we don't even talk about the games, really. We what just about talk teams? about who we got our, like, final four teams. We'll talk, like, just tier them. And then, like, our frauds. Yeah, no, yeah, no. What their, what's their ceiling? Okay. And don't be stupid because me and Logan did this, and Logan goes, every single team, you go, oh, championship. You said ceiling. <laughs> they could win. Obviously. Like, Let's we, fucking do it. Well, yeah, we'll start at, we'll start at one 
or we'll just start at whatever and do that, and we can kind of talk about the games they played. Right. You know what I mean? Go by. Why don't we, yeah. Why don't we just all put our own teams into tiers, and then we post our three tiers, like your tier, my tier. Like we post all three of them. We'll we'll talk about it though right now. Yeah, yeah but just be like mid season tiers. Let's do Ken Palm rankings. I got. I can do. Oh, it. go in yeah, Ken Palm it. order. Yeah, because that. Okay. Because that updates. Okay. Let's go Ken Palm order here. So right now in Ken Palm, Houston's number one, which I don't. That's they. Thing is, in the tournament, they're fucking unreal. But with how poorly they are at scoring, which wait, their adjusted offense is fourteen. Yeah, but they they have games where they just can't put the ball in the hole. That's the thing. The, That's another thing. Though. They'll row, score like you know? ninety against dog shit teams, but then they play. Am I right there? Like they'll play no. Yeah, you're right. That, yeah, you're right. So I don't know. Houston, they definitely have just unreal athletes. They're gonna play defense like it's fucking nothing. I mean, yeah, they're the number two defense in uh, Ken Palm yeah, behind Tennessee. Yeah. But so I mean I think elite eight so definitely but ceiling I go like final four yeah definitely um and for this we'll say we'll, if we say like if we say final four should we just be like that counts as a championship because I feel like you, if you can get to the final four any team that gets to the final four right, gets a championship right, yeah. you know what I mean so like we'll say ceiling final four is like the top top uh but yeah no you're right because if you look at their game let's say their quad one quad two games they've played. Oregon put up only 66 on the road. Uh, I mean, it's not a bad score by any means. Um, Kent State is not a terrible team either. 49. Alabama, 65. Virginia, 69. UCF, nice. 71. Um, and that's pretty much that. I mean, that's all the good teams they put. And Temple's not a good team. They only put 56. So, I mean, they have games. St. Mary's back a while ago was only. Or that's. Yeah, St. Mary's. I forgot about them. 53. They have games where they just don't put the ball in the hole and. You got to be consistent enough in the tournament throughout of how many games to win. But I still think Final Four, obviously. I'm saying Final Four. Mine's winning it all. Final Four championship. Yeah, we can kind of group that. Yeah, I mean, we can clarify that. Obviously, it's my team, so. Yeah, they can obviously can. It's just, I just think. No, but, like, the thing is with them is, like, when they don't score, their defense is so fucking good that. Yeah. Usually, like, those games they don't score, it's, like, usually really close. But they're so used to that. And in the tournament, when it's really close. They're gonna. They played in it basically all year because doesn't matter what team they play. They either wax them or they just don't yeah. even need, like another. Like another counter to that, you could say though is like you said, yeah, they'll be ready or whatever. But other teams are ready for the competition. You know, they don't. They don't. They don't yeah, go through yeah. a gauntlet of competition. So, but obviously they're really good. There's a reason they're still top. There's gonna be a top five team all year. So. Yeah, because they, I think personally, they have the best defense in the nation. I don't think they're two on Kenton, but I think they're the best team in the nation. Which is fine. Yeah, which is fine. Yeah. I think because you got to win. I mean, we went, we did this math 64, 32, 16, 8, 4, championship, six games in a row. They're, they are going to have, I just feel like against that good a competition in the tournament, they're going to have gate, they're going to slip up one or two times where they don't score. Another yeah, because Sasser, Sasser hasn't – Sasser's had, like, a down year, you could say. And good teams they've played. I mean, Virginia kind of scored. I mean, 61. It's not – Alabama put up 71. I mean, granted, it is Alabama. They're on another level. So, they've given up points to some of these teams, but I don't know. It's going to be interesting. They're definitely an interesting team. Uh, next, the Tennessee Volunteers, Rocky Top. You'll always be home sweet home to me. Um, so they're number one defensively in Ken Palm, 31st offensively. I think this is – an see, I think Tennessee, they could really 
fuck up in the tournament because they're scoring. If their players aren't hot, I think they could easily get dropped off. But, you, I mean, you talk about their defense, so it is fucking unreal. Their size they have is great. Um, Zakai Ziegler coming off the bench, he can just give you points. But, like, when Ziegler and Vescovi and Tyree Key are scoring like they can, like, it's fucking awesome. Like, Julian Phillips even, like, you, I think you know what you're going to get with him. I, I'm a huge Julian Phillips fan. He doesn't always deliver. But, um, yeah, I fucking love him. But, yeah, this def- defense and everything, it's, I don't know, it's weird. They got Rick Barnes, bitch, coaching him. I don't know Rick Barnes, I don't bitch. know his record, like, in the tournament. But, Not um, good. Not good. Yeah, so, I don't know. Like I said, I think they could be, like, uh, I don't know, I'll, I'll say, I'll go with, like, Elite Eight, but it's, like, if their players are playing, like, up to their standard, then, you know. Yeah, I'd say Elite Eight as well. Uh, but when they're at their best, like, <coughs> I honestly think Tennessee at their best, like the games they've played at like their best game, ball games have, they've just dominated. They look like the best team in the country because their defense is super consistent. That's why it's one. So they're always come to play defense. And then if they can score with that, they can score more than like better than Houston at the, like their peak. But if they just don't hit that peak that often, that's the problem. They, it happened. It happens in the tournament. The last how many years? They've had really good defensive teams. It gets to the tournament. Gets one game. It only takes one in basketball, and they can't put the ball in the hole. And team gets hot, and they lose. I bring up a stat quick. Uh, Ziegler and all of his losses against Kentucky had thirteen. No, this is um Vescovi. Had thirteen in a loss to Kentucky, nine in a loss to Arizona, and then eleven in a loss to Colorado. Like those are their three losses. Those are his stats. I think like if they're like when they're when Tennessee's like elite is when he's just a fucking man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said, them at their best is they dominate on yeah, both ends for of the sure, floor. Yeah, yeah. I like I like Tennessee because it's not like they obviously have guys who score more than others, but at the same time, it's like they really don't have like one like go to. I'd say right. Well, I so mean, it's just like. Yeah, yeah, it's just like an all-around team, and like defensively, that's all-around. Offensively, it's all-around. You look at Ken Palm; they have they're significant contributors, or whatever. Twenty to twenty-four percent of the possessions used. There's four of them, and Viscovi's not even—he's not even in that. He's in the sixteen to twenty percent range. Yeah, so they go super deep. Yeah, that's the, that's the reason why I like, I like teams that like obviously you need to have that guy, but like sometimes you only have one guy, and this and then like your other guys are kind of doesn't matter, depends on the day. All box chocolate players. This team's just, like, well-coached, but, like, tournament-wise, Tennessee disappoints a lot. Well, and their last game in LSU, I mean, they embarrassed them. Yeah, like, you look at the game, you can tell Tennessee, you can tell how what you're going to get from Tennessee in the first five, seven minutes. Mm -hmm. When they played Mississippi State not long ago, they got up, like, 20 to nothing right away. They're going to dominate that game. You can't come back on on a good team like Tennessee. You're just not going to because their defense is so good. And then LSU, right from the jump, over. Kentucky, Kentucky was leading early. It was hanging around. You can hang around against Tennessee and beat them because I just, like goes back to that scoring aspect where they don't have that guy that can get you a big shot. So when it's close like that, or you get let, let teams hang around and you need a bucket, you don't know what you got to do. You kind of got to run an offense. And you're questioning yourself as a player. You're like, Am I the, do I take the shot? Or, you know, But if they get up, you're screwed. Um, the next team on Ken Palm, Alabama, they're ranked third. 
Offense, they're ranked 13th, and then defense, 5th. I mean, I, this is what right now looks to be like a championship team. Um, I mean, start off with Brandon Miller. He's the best best uh, freshman in the country, and you could even make a claim, or I guess maybe not, but like as like a best player in college basketball, like one of those Naismith guys. I mean, he probably won't win it just because of other guys put up just fucking insane numbers. But, um, I mean, JQ off the bench, I mean, we fucking hate him, but he can be so dangerous. Sears is a stud. Um, Jane Bradley and Noah Clowney, like, going into the season, I was, like, talking about them. I was, like, kind of high on both of them. And uh, Betty Ako, too, I mean, he's a returning guy. And, uh, I mean, he just does his thing. But, yeah, this this team's fucking unreal. Yeah, I mean, they're playing better than anyone, obviously. And killing everyone. We just talked about right. it. They kill everyone. Like, this is by far the best team in the country. It's not even close. And just like Tennessee, they're super deep, too. They go all the way. They play, I don't know, probably nine guys that all contribute, like, well. Because Quinterly is off the bench. Your bench is Quinterly, Namari Burnett, who is an awesome defender. Gurley is, like, a, just an athletic free. Like, he's a yeah. stud. These guys all are off the bench. And then, obviously, your starters are their starters, and they kick out. Like, they... They're super long, super lengthy. They play good defense. Their offense is obviously they can go, go, go on any team and run and run you out of the gym. Fourth shoot. And tempo. Yeah, shoot, lights out. It's just crazy watching them play basketball, how good they are. And Brandon Miller, like you said, Ken Palm has them at three in theirs. And it sucks because of the season Edie's having and this, um, the season Jalen Wilson's having, but he easily could be is going to be a finalist for player of the year. And he's a freshman. I like I'd even argue, yeah, he's probably like he there's a stat, like he's the one with like points and three point shots made. Like it's only like him and Jay Billis as freshman. And that year that it happened, Jay Billis won player of the year. It, he was final four player of the year, maybe or something like that. I mean, he's by far like he's one of the best freshmen like of our era. He's um, like he's unbelievable. Up there, up there with like, like Zion and those That's guys. what I'm saying. The same with like Zion and all those guys. He's right next to him. But the crazy thing about him is I say this all the time, when Quinterly's in, he always has the ball. He's yeah. the number one major contributor on this team on Ken Palm. And that 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 plays a factor in his turnovers, I think. Yeah, yeah. He, he, just hit, he, just, he has the ball JQ's all the time. He's pretty much like useless without the ball in his hand, though. Yeah, he is. Because yeah. he's just he does, super like, good with the he ball. He doesn't yeah. like. He's Straight. not gonna be guy who like cuts or like flashes to get open three. He's like standing there with his thumb up his ass, like give me the fucking ball so I can actually do something. But when he has it, he is the most unguardable person he's got the until ball he. String. He's the most unguardable player until he tries to make a decision whether shot, pass, or something. But he's like he's the biggest box of chocolates player in the world because he just he's cooking you like you can't stay in front of him. The nicest handles I've seen in a very a long, long time, string. besides fucking Kyrie and people in the NBA that are the best. Like in college, he has some of the best handles I've ever seen. But as soon as he gets past his guy, he doesn't even know what the fuck he wants to do with it. I think he gets like excited, like when he busts a dude, <laughs> and then he's like, "Oh, you see that? Do you see that?" Then he like fucks up. But like going yeah, back, he's like too busy turning and looking at him, and all of a sudden he just threw the ball out of bounds, like into like halfway <laughs> section. Yeah, I mean, what what's Brandon Miller even averaging this year? Like seventeen, eighteen? Yeah, I want to say it's got to be. And then you add in the fact he's averaging nineteen eight, yeah, nineteen point eight. Exactly. My bad, shit, even he's better. So fucking good. Forty five percent from 40, three. Yeah, forty five from three, forty six from the field That's on one hundred and thirty eight attempts. From three, leading the team in three-pointers. No, like, listen. Unbelievable he, how good he is. 26 at LSU, 25 Kentucky. I mean, we saw, like, how Kentucky can play defense. Uh, 25 against Mississippi State, like, one of the best defense teams 
out there. 34 against Gonzaga. I mean, that game that they lost, they ran with Gonzaga, and Gonzaga just outran it. They scored 100. So, and then, um, <clears throat> I mean, shit, what else? I mean, He's Memphis, pretty solid. Constant. Michigan State. UConn drops 30. Like, this guy's not, he's just fucking fearless. Yeah, these these are big games where he's like, I don't know, it's just crazy what this guy is doing. Okay. It's unbelievable. As a freshman. Because if I don't, I wonder, like, the best freshman of our, like, of our decade, our era or whatever, he's arguably number one. Obviously, Zion won player of the year, though. Yeah, Zion would be. Yeah. Uh, the next team, UCLA. I mean, if you look at their Ken Palm. Everything that's like good with a team, they'll light it out up as green. I mean, this entire sheet is just lit up green. I mean, this their losses are Illinois, Baylor at the beginning of the year, and then Arizona. I mean, those are pretty good losses. And on the road, they lose by four to Arizona. Like you can't really complain with that. They have so much fucking talent and experience on this team. It's great. I mean, Hami Haquez and Tiger Campbell. I mean, they're obviously like the guy their guys there and they're great. And then um Jalen Clark, Adam Bona, I like him. And then Amari Bailey, I haven't heard shit about him all year. But, like, I guess we know he can't He got be hurt. He's been, he hasn't played in a while. Yeah. So, I big thing on UCLA. He's just, he's just their last seven games. But uh, wasn't, like, their depth? That was, like, a big problem with them. Kind of. Know. Yeah, I, I'd say because, yeah, you look at their bench, it's not really a bench. Right. But, I mean, you know, ahead with yeah. Cause, I mean, yeah, because obviously Bailey would help. He'd start, but he hasn't played in, like, what I say, seven games. I think UCLA, the reason I like them, that the reason you can trust them to get to the Final Four is obviously they went to the Final Four two years ago. Last year, that and they were a buzzer, half-court buzzer beater away from getting to the championship. Last year, they still got to, like, the Sweet 16, didn't they, before UNC beat them? Yeah. So, like, it's not like they just got bounced right away and they lost to a team that was like hotter than any team in the country. Well, Hami so, Hawkins could not stay healthy to save his life last year. Right. So I mean, I, realistically, this team is uh, this team is easily a Final Four um, contending team. Honestly, <clears throat> I, they have so much experience. They're so good on both ends of the floor. I just you could trust them. No, this the reason why I like UCLA. I've been against UCLA all year because. Like, that win streak they had there, they had going on, like, there wasn't really a, a good team there. Like, USC, you could argue. Kentucky, obviously, but Kentucky, that was kind of when Kentucky hit their shit streak, shit streak or whatever. But their their defense, at the end of that, like, you hold Arizona to 60 points. Right. That you If you can do that, I don't care. Like, even if Houston, Houston or Tennessee plays Arizona, you still, like, if we, they played them, like, tomorrow, you'd still think that Arizona's going to score 80 points. Fact that UCLA, it was at Arizona too, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It, they went, they went to Arizona. Arizona has all this momentum. They like Arizona's been bad. They play in UCLA. They fuck kick their ass at home and show that they're still the team they are. UCLA comes in, obviously loses, but holds them to sixty points and gives them a tough time on the fucking like press. That is the greatest press I ever watched at the end of a game because it wasn't like they were just like they got Arizona in the right corner every single time. They get it to the corner slow and all of a sudden double. Like quick double and force four or five turnovers in a row. Their defense is fucking very good, and that's all I watch when I watch college basketball. I just watch defenses. And Hami Hakez and Tyre Campbell, those two, you just watch the poise at end of games. It's unbelievable how like they just never change their face. They're still gonna play, still play defense. They're not gonna fuck up. Like they're, it's unbelievable. 
Big block by Hawkins, too, at the end of that game. That was one of the better games I've watched this year. That was one of the game of the years, probably, for me, besides Kansas State. Arizona would go on a run, and then you just get the ball to Hawkins, who can take any big guy that you guard, guards him off the dribble and hit, a like, a step-back, like, mid-range jump shot. He did it every time against Arizona. They needed a bucket. Get the ball to him at, like, the free throw line. He's going to go to work, and you can't guard it. I love how those two also, like, their face is always just – like they're here for one reason. Yeah, they it's like they don't ever they're, like. They're really good. They never yell. They're never like happy. They're never mad. They're just dialed the whole game. Uh, next, Purdue. So Purdue offensively ranked fourth, defensively ranked seventeenth. I mean, we just keep waiting for Purdue to fuck up, and they won't. I mean, they lost the Rutgers at home, but who hasn't? And like, it's I still can't wrap my like. Zach Eady, obviously, like, National Player of the Year right now. And um, their backcourt, it's not as talented as last year, but they're fucking smart. They make yeah, it, might, it might be, like, better. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, like, further team-wise. Yeah, I mean, Matt Painter's just a fucking genius. But, I mean, at the – like, they're super hot right now. They're playing great basketball and everything. But um, I just think, like, in the tournament, I don't think they're going to have the same, like – I don't think they're going to, like, perform the same way as – like, last year in the tournament, they actually played really good until he got bounced by St. Peter's. But, um, I don't know. It's a Big Ten team in the fucking tournament, so I don't have the most confidence going into it. And, <clears> um, <throat> I don't know. I just think that Purdue, they could – like, I don't know. The next games they have, Michigan, Michigan State, like, that could be <clears> – I don't know. It's, like, so hard to wrap my mind around this team. Yeah. Feel – People just don't talk about them because they're not flashy. They don't win by a million. They just get the ball to the big guy. They have good – their guards are just young guys that just get it done, do the right thing, can shoot, and they're they're really good. Like, Purdue is really good. They, they're probably – other than Bama, obviously, they're the best team in the country because Zach Eady so unguardable. He's not like other big – like, big guys that have won national play of the year, like Garza and, like – um. Like Toppin, I guess, even like Toshiba last year, he is unguardable. Like, you can't do anything about it because he's so big. He's so big. And they run the perfect stuff for him high, low, anything they do. He shoots, he doesn't foul. Look at all of his games. His that's, last... that's the biggest difference from this year compared yep. to last year. He doesn't foul at all. He's he just uses his size. He's co- coordinated as a shit. Isn't he money at the line shoot too. Six, he shoots seventy four percent from the line, yeah, so you can't just he hack him. Gets, he gets fouled a lot. I bet. Yeah. I mean, I don't know his and attempts, he shoots sixty one from the field. He's the most unguardable. He deserves Player of the Year because he's the most unguardable player in basketball right now. In college basketball right now. I think it's like I don't care how good other people are on Purdue. I know they have other good players and they're big piece of it. The only thing I have to say about Purdue is that Zach Eady is literally. The best. Like, there's nothing to say. Like you can't stop him. Like this. There's nothing else to say about Rudy besides Zach Eady is literally. Uh, he hasn't shot a three though. He's zero percent from three. So I kind of. Yeah, yeah, but like the thing is, it's not just like oh they have him and a bunch of little guards. They can go like kind of smaller if they need. Like Caleb first can play the five, and he's like a six ten guy that can kind of stretch the floor, and then like Gillis yep. can go to the four. Like they can they can change up their lineup however they want. And Braden Smith is. He's awesome. I can't. I'm gonna be have so much fun watching him the next like four or five years, however long he stays, because he is such a good point guard for a freshman to come in and do that. It it's just per, like, and Fletcher Lawyer has hit a number of big shots in big games this year. 
what was the one game where he hit a? Oh my God! There it was close. Nebraska maybe. Michigan no. State. Was yeah no it wasn't Michigan State. Ohio State. Oh right yeah because we were all in Ohio State. Yeah he hit a yeah, hu- he hit a right. huge three to take the lead on the road as a freshman in a game where you're number like one or two whatever coming off a loss to at Rutgers and you just hit a monster three. No, I mean, here's something to look at, too. Since Big Ten play has started, they gave up 65-69 in Ohio State, uh, 63-55-63-39-55. and 55. They're playing really good defense, too? Yeah, unreal. Like, yeah, this team's so good. And they're super deep, too. Like, what do you, They play, like, Brandon Newman's really good. Coffin Red, freshman off the bench. Like, Mason Gillis doesn't even start for him sometimes. They just they have, they have a squad, and they're really good. And Matt Painter is top. I don't even top five coach in the country. You could argue almost. You could argue one, honestly. Yeah. Mm. What he does year in year out with Purdue. I mean, with the talent not, he has compared yeah. to like other guys, I get it. But and Purdue's not a like a, a big like program, like you I know, mean, market I, wise. For the most part, their entire team's from Indiana. Yeah, literally, they have yeah. they have three, two Indiana Mr. Basketballs and one runner up. Yeah, on their team. Um, so next is UConn. They're ninth offensively, 12th defensively. They just had a fucking shitty January. And I mean, it started started December 31st, but they lost five games out of their last, what is that? Seven. And we, I mean, still have no idea what the fuck to think about them. I mean, they obviously have a ton of talent, like Sonogo's a monster, but I don't really have the most, um, confidence and like any of their scores really other than Sonogo. And that's, I mean, I think that's what's going on. I don't know, but like watching Hawkins, Andre Jackson will just chuck up threes. Like teams just let him fucking shoot. Um, that Cal, Cal, uh, I can't say his fucking name. Fees on that's fucking huge for them. But yeah, I don't know. They're a box chocolates team. I don't think they're that good. I think it's catching up to them. They they got hot. We kind of said it at the beginning of the year for a while that they weren't good, and then they just kept winning. So it's like, okay, yeah, they're good. I think they I think it caught up to them. Like you said, can you trust anyone to score? Even Sonogo has games where he'll put up a dud. They just I I don't think they're good. I think Sweet Sixteen. If I had to like actually rank it tier wise, honestly, I don't think they're that good of a team this year. They just don't have scoring like consistency. They're big, but. Not athletic. It's just weird. I don't. I don't like them. I don't think they're a good team. I think that at some point, sometimes you can almost have too much size. Right. That I mean, sounds horrible. Their but size like, is I athletic size, like Bama and stuff. Their size is just yeah, there's big. It's just they're a team where it's like they're still because like we saw like we weren't like a recency bias thing because they were winning. They like, couldn't lose. It was like. They were kicking the shit out of like, good these teams. good teams. Like they beat Bama easily by fifteen, but like, and like all these teams, they were like kicking their ass. But then now you go and look, they play Big East. I don't know if it's just Big East. Like obviously, every time you go conference, conference play is huge because if you can put beat teams that play you every year and have scouted you every year and know how you coach, like obviously it's how just and everything. You're gonna know more about the teams that are in your conference that you have to play more and all year. So like maybe that has something to do with it. I don't know, but right now they're looking like frauds, but they could easily just flip that around again. Like they play Xavier. They beat Xavier. 
And then they just go on another run and they end up playing Marquette. They beat Marquette. And then the, now they're the fucking top of the fucking league again. Yeah, but yeah, like conference play is where you really find out. Teams get hot early. It happens. You win. You start winning games. You kind of, Some teams, they slow down. And then it's how you end the year. Kind of like you, you could start conference play slow, but if you could end it on a high note. So obviously they got a lot of basketball to play yet. But right now it's just like they're horrible to start conference play. They're 5-5. Five and five on, and going into the year, they started 3-0 and in conference play. Like, you think they're going to be the best team by far, run through this conference, get to the tournament as, like, a one or two seed, and here they are. They, they'd they be, like, four or five. Like, they're just, I don't think they're a good team. I don't think you can trust anyone on their team, even coaches. It's like, what is, it's like because say they beat Xavier here, they got to play Marquette in there. They have to play. It's at – they have Mar- no, they play Xavier there at home, I guess. So they play test. Xavier. They play Marquette, Creighton, Providence. Villanova on the road. You still got to play all those. Even Seton Hall isn't a team you can work at St. John's. Like some of those teams, you can't. But if they somehow get hot and start killing those teams again, then it's like now they're back because they're shitting on everybody again. And the Big East is actually Big East isn't great, but it's better than we thought. Like teams stepped up that we didn't expect. Right, right. I I don't know. I they're a super weird team, and I just can't. I don't trust them at all. I don't. I I don't even want to. Like I say, they're frauds every time just because. This is piss poor how you lose that many games. But at the same time, if I wouldn't be surprised if they turn it back because they know what they they know how to win. Like they know how to they literally kick the shit out of a lot of good teams. It's like the conference plays where you you're going to hostile environments, games get tight at the end. You got to find a way to win, and they just don't find a way to win. And that's what you got to do in the tournament. Doesn't matter how you win, you find a way to win. And they, they yeah, I feel done, like they haven't done it all year. They haven't. They like how many close games have they pulled out and won? All their games have been like blowouts. Which I mean, obviously, isn't a bad thing, but end of the day, you got to win these close games. They lost every close game they've had. Their tempo too is like it's one sixty one, and I feel like just like you think about you kind of like with all these big guys, they're not just get them drive like ball screen, get a bucket. It's more they need that time for like yeah. everybody to kind of if that makes sense. I don't know if how that, that really makes sense, but um, I'm going to kind of bounce around here. But Kansas, I mean, I think they're my last like real like. Uh, Final Four team that we haven't talked about yet. But, yeah, I mean, their team is fucking unreal. Like, they have, like, everything you need. You have, like, the best coach in the country. They have a super experienced point guard who just plays defense, knows his role. Grady Dix, like, the second best freshman in the nation probably. Uh, Jalen Wilson could be player of the year if, like, something happens with Edie. And um, K.J. Adams playing out his fucking ass right now. Like, they, they have, like, everything to do it. So, I... Don't really have anything bad to say about Kansas. Like, and, and they got a hell of a coach that can do it, obviously. Yeah. I mean, yeah, their losses, uh, Tennessee, which very good team. <laughs> they only put up 50. Kansas State in Kansas State, super hostile environment. They lose by one in OT. Who gives a shit? Easily could have won that game. Then uh, TCU. I mean, TCU fucking held them 60. But, yeah, I don't know. They're, I'd still believe. I'm a huge Kansas believer still. Oh, yeah, I mean they're they're a te- they're super good, super talented. Obviously, one of the best, probably the best coach in the country as of right now. He is number one. I wouldn't I wouldn't be worried at all at all. K State, there are a couple guys falling out away. We lost Logan. Couple a couple guys falling out away from uh, being uh, with two losses instead of three. But we'll get all right. Back. We're gonna get Logan and be right back. All right, we got Logan back. Logan, tell us about these Jayhawks. 
Maybe we don't have them yet. <laughs> Frozen? Logan. Can you hear us? Yeah. Okay, go. Yeah, tell Kansas. us about Kansas. Yeah. Uh, I like him. I mean, obviously, nothing bad to say about him. You got probably possible top three player, top freshman, top point guard, top top defender. Coach. Top coach. I feel like that's a good recipe for success. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of a hot take, but I'll agree with it. Yeah, and they've done. You know, yeah, I mean, they've all done it before. You, have, for, you have the best defensive point guard, like guard defender, in the nation, which is really big in a tournament when you can shut down a guard. And you have Kevin McCuller and Jalen Wilson, who kind of are just six eight. Well, Kevin McCuller is only six six. We have like those two that are such good size that they can do anything you want. Right? They, like, and they don't need like that big guy this year because, like, I talked. And the funny thing is, too, is when you look at like the. Dewan Harris is 12 out of 16 possessions used. He's not there to score the ball in any aspect. Like, he's not – you don't need him to go out and score whatsoever. He just has to stop the best player. And he has – like, what he held – um Kansas State guy. Marquise Noel. Marquise Noel. He had, like, under, like, eight points, wasn't it? He had, like, six, I think. Yeah, so it's like – that's what he does. He's going to shut down the guard. Four. And he's going to – and he's probably going to have two turnovers with 10 assists. Jalen Wilson's going to give you buckets every night. Grady Dick's going to give you buckets every night. Kevin McCuller's going to play defense and rebound. And Jalen Wilson will also play defense and rebound. KJ Adams does anything he has to to fucking produce for this team. And, like, they have one, two, three, like seven guys that are all in 16 to 20 of the possessions used. And then Jalen Wilson is obviously in front of that. But So they have so many guys they use. It's unbelievable. This team – Team's very good. Obviously, they lost these last two games, but on the road to Kansas State, a rivalry game, Kansas State's a good team. And then TCU, it just happens. I mean, it's not good, but it's a Big 12. I mean, it's going to happen to a lot of teams. They, yeah, they share the ball really well, and they'll be fine. Uh, it's Kansas. Like you said, they have all the be- all the talent in the world, all the top guys. <coughs> so I'm not worried at all. I mean, no one is, I don't think. So for this next tier, I'm going to call it the horny tier where they can be really good, Morning. but they've had some hiccups going on, you know. So I'm going to just go through them quick. I'm going to go in order of Ken Palm, though. I mean, Marquette, their offense is just fucking unreal. They're number one in Ken Palm, and uh, they're playing great in the uh, uh, Big East right now. But, um, I mean, it's Marquette, so I don't think we can really, like, get too ahead of our skis here with, like, how legit they can be. But, um, yeah, they're pretty damn good right now. Yeah, they got score. It's not like they just. It's not like they score a lot necessarily. Obviously, they do because that's why they have the best offense. It's efficient. They're super efficient. On yeah, offense. super efficient. Because they got Tyler Kolick, obviously one of the best probably play, playmakers in the entire country, and then Cam Jones, elite scorer. Third center. Prosper's that, a monster. That like tall. Igadaro. Yeah, I mean he's he doesn't look like a good basketball player when you watch him, but somehow the ball just goes in the hoop and you're like, all right, he's a really good passer too. Like, yeah. Big guy. Yeah. They just, they just have a really good team. Like, and Shaka's a good coach. He's done it for how many years he's had good teams. So I, yeah, I, I'm in on Marquette. I think they're the best team in the big East. Honestly, actually, uh, I think they can win the big East, win the big East tournament. But as soon as they get to the tournament, Shaka in the tournament, I'm saying yeah, ceiling Shaka around. Tournament. Ceiling. No, I'll see I understand why, because Shaka, but I'd give them, they, get, they get to Elite Eight, honestly. I really think. Oh, they're Elite Eight good. level team, but Shaka in the tournament, he just yeah, doesn't get done. Agreed. agreed. Uh, the next team in the Horty category, I'm going to put Virginia. 
So they have their experience point guard, huge for a team, great coach. Uh, Armand Franklin and Beekman, they just give you points. Jalen Gardner, too. <coughs> ben Vanderplas, like, that's why, I mean, these guys are kind of horny. Because, I mean, can you so imagine if Ben Vanderplas would just, like, be a dude for these guys? I mean, it would be awesome. Then Shedrick in the middle, just huge body down there. Um, but, yeah, I, I like Virginia a lot. I think I believe in them probably more than like, a lot of people do. But, um, yeah, you guys can take it over. Yeah, I think they're just a worse version of, like, Tennessee and Houston just because when I they – think they're, like, more talented, though. When, when they can't score, though, they can't score. Right, yeah. Because they're, they already play slow. Yep. So it's not like they can get out and run and get points that way. If they if they if you play a good defensive team and you can't they can't get anything going on offense, I just don't think when they, they make the other team play Virginia basketball, oh, it's fucking really over. Yeah, and you, I wouldn't count on Tony Benny, he's an awesome coach too, yeah. and they got experience. Every single player on this team's experience in the tournament too. Kia Clark was on a national a national championship team. Beekman's been there for a couple years now. Armin Franklin's a senior. Vanderplas was on a Ohio team that upset Virginia in a turn in the tournament. So I think they're just they got experience, so I would never count Virginia out because their defense is so good, and they're playing really good basketball right now, too. Oh, 100%. Um, it starts with Vanderplas if they want to start winning, like consistently winning. Him coming off the bench, if he can just start lighting up. He's only shooting 33%, and he's supposed to be a guy who's 40, higher than 40% coming in giving you threes, but I don't think he's done that in very many games at all. But then I think Reese Beekman is the one of the most underrated and overlooked players in all college basketball. The amount of in the gap steals he gets that can end a run, start a run, or daring a run, it's huge. Like I love him just for that reason. He every single game I've watched, it's two at least two times he gets a he's in the gap and he gets a steal. Kia Clark, ninety four feet. I love that. And Reese Beekman is low key unbelievable uh, passer. I'm looking at these assists to turnover on these games. Recently, six six assists, no turnovers, seven assists, no turnovers, four to one, five to two, seven to one, get a nine to four, ten to three game. I didn't know this about yeah, him at he's all. Most over, he's the most overlooked player in everything. It's unbelievable. Uh my next horny team, let's see here. Arizona. So I mean, like they had their five guys, and one of them can like totally tank like what they're I mean, for them winning. So it's Arizona when all five guys are clicking, or even like four of them, they're one of the best teams in the country. But when like you have a guy in a dry spell or shit like that, it's not playing good basketball, it can just ruin them. And I think that's why Arizona's like a horny team. Yeah, I think outside of Balo and Tabulis, there's no consistency. Right, yeah. At all. So that's going to hurt them. That's going to hurt them big time in tournament. They But they play good against good teams, and you were going to play good teams in the tournament. I have the well, so much more faith in them after they win a game fifty eight to fifty two. They play they right. play good against good teams. It's weird. Yeah, like if Arizona plays a good team, that's when you bet on them. You don't bet on them if they play a bad team. Just stay away from it. But the moment they play a good team, the money liner spread is always is always a good pick because that's how good they are against. Like all their losses are Utah, Washington State, and Oregon. They beat every other good, like every team that they play that's been good. They beat, they beat Tennessee. They beat San Diego State. They beat Creighton. They beat UCLA. All these teams are really good, and they can beat them and handle them, but they can't. I don't know why it's like that, but Kirk Carissa is just—he's a great point guard. But if he starts shooting even better because he's kind of those games they lose. His is like he doesn't shoot well. 
but he's the reason why they won the last game because without him in there, they would have had the 17 more turnovers in that little stretch. He saved them when he had the ball because it was Pele Larson could not – he was lost during that press. He did not know why there were so many people in his way. He's not – yeah, he, he, he's not that – he just hasn't played good this year. No, he's not good. Yeah, I don't think he's good. <clears throat> He'll randomly show up every once in a while, but I don't think he's good. Uh, my next horny team, Xavier. So Tommy Lloyd, one of the best coaches in the country. That's They're not uh, – my bad. Um, fucking – Davis Coach Show. Uh, Sean Miller. Yeah, Sean Miller, unreal coach. Then, um, I mean, the highlight of their team is their big man, but big men, but their backcourt's playing unreal also. So it, like, makes you think that Xavier can be, like, a really good team this year. It's just that of late, losing to DePaul, that's no bueno. No, I mean, you can't lose to DePaul. I don't really care how good, like, how But bad. to go on a stretch of beating – Oh, they, UConn, Villanova, Creighton, and Marquette all in a row. That's just unreal. And they're scoring over 80 points in every game. Yeah, they, they're they good. I just – I I loved Xavier, but I don't love – I didn't, like, love them going into the year as, like, a top 10 team. I, they were unranked. Yeah. So I loved them being a ranked team, 15 to 10 range, 17 to 10 range, something like that. So that's where I'm at with Xavier. I don't think they're a good necessarily going to be a good tournament team because I don't know really what they – are great at. They got some size. They got a good backcourt, kind of. I just They're just weird. They have a really good coach, obviously. But I think Sweet 16, I'd put them at their cap, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Maybe even, yeah, I'd say Sweet 16. I don't really know shit about them. I don't like watching them. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, not, they're not a good fun team necessarily to watch, honestly. Yeah, I mean, I don't never be like, oh, shit, Xavier's playing. Like, turn it on. I like teams. There's certain teams that I like to watch play. I watch them. If I don't like to watch you play, more than likely I'm not going to watch you play. That arena gets rocking. It's kind of the story of all like Big East teams, unless like Providence is at home. Then you're like, I have to watch right, this. That's actually game. very yeah. good point. Uh, my next horny team, I'll throw Arkansas in there just because they're injured. Yeah, dude. I don't even know what to think about Arkansas. So honestly. I mean, yeah, they're playing just fucking terrible basketball right now, but they have obviously so much talent, and they're just losing scores right now. And I don't know. Hey, I, Luke, this is your team. <laughs> um, what was he going to say? I totally forgot. Oh, yeah. Well, the thing was, is to start the year, Ricky Council was unbelievable, playing out of his mind. But at the end of the day, he's a Wichita State guy that wasn't great at Wichita State. And I think he's kind of starting to come back into that form a little bit. And you got young freshmen that can't really score. Like Jordan Walsh, obviously he can defend and everything. And Anthony Black is just—he's going to do his thing. He's going to be still inconsistent on scoring wise. He's been good lately, but yeah, I don't know. I just—they're not playing good defense either. Like that's a problem. I—they're not good right now. Obviously, Nick Smith will change that, but I don't know how much it's going to change. And they haven't beaten like one like good team. Yeah, they so. haven't. I know they don't have any good wins. Yeah, I think they're just falling apart in every single aspect, like defensively, offensively. They're just. Something's wrong there. I don't. It's, I honestly think it's like a it's a like a leadership thing. Yeah, because I agree. think about it. Eric Musselman has gotten into a lot of like social media hate because he just is like a crybaby all the time, bitching about something. And Anthony Black is your point guard, probably could be like your leader kind of, but he just gets into too much shit on the court. And I'm trying to think, like, who else you could have that could step into that role because Ricky Council is just super quiet, it feels like. Devo Davis has to be that guy. 
He's been there, done that. He's been on this team before. They've won games with him. So I, they just don't have that guy step up and take charge and starts with the coach. As much as I love Bussman, he's just not doing a good job right now of leading these guys at all. I agree with that. You're missing a leader. Then uh, my last horny team, I think, Kansas State. I mean, I just want to throw them in there. Yeah, just they deserve. Yeah, yeah they're, their scores are, like, some of the best scores in the country. And then they play, like, pretty solid defense, 33 on Ken Palm. Like, it's just how good this fucking team's been playing is just unreal. Like, Kansas State saying that they beat Kansas is, like, fucking huge. And then, oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, then just, like, losing to TCU in TCU. Like, all right, that's fine. Like, that's going to happen. And then their only other loss is Butler. But, I mean, other than that, only having two losses midway through the year, they're just playing unreal. Yeah, Keontae Johnson is so, 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 so good. Oh, yeah. He, he's going to be consistent. He's going to shoot a good percentage. He's not going to take bad shots for him. He's just a really good player. Now, they have a gauntlet coming up. Iowa State, in Iowa State, Florida, Kansas, then Texas, and then TCU. That's Yeah, that's going to be tough. Yeah. I mean, Keontae Johnson is shooting 60% from the field and 40% from three. Mm-hmm. As a 6'6", like, he can play every position except for, like, point guard, but... He's a monster. And obviously, Marquis Noel has games where he just looks unhuman. But the big thing is they're getting help from other guys. Tomlin is like, just he's such a good defender. Like, block shot. Block that shot. And this game was unreal. De- yeah. And, yeah. De- and Desi Sills is stepping up in games where they can't, like, Marquis Noel maybe can't score. They just, they just, they step in. They have a really good coach and they're just, they're a good team. Their defense is horrible. So that's obviously going to hurt them. But, I don't think they're fraud. I, I hate how people. Probably, a lot of people probably think they're frauds, but I think they've I shown that. I wouldn't say frauds. I they just think they're. <clears throat> it's, it's it's because they're like a new team. That's it's hard to like. Yeah, they just popped out of nowhere, but right. I I think they're legit. Like I do. But to guard, would you guard that fucking good? You can beat anyone. I honestly though, I if you really have to think, I think that they're like Providence of last year though. I that's a, that's a good take. I like that. Yeah. They're gonna get to the tournament. Everyone's gonna keep fading them. Like everyone had Providence losing right away last year. People are gonna just keep fading them. They're just gonna win and lose to a, a better team at the end of the day. Like in the about Sweet Sixteen, like Providence. Yeah. That's a good way to look at it. I like that. So let's get into the frauds. I mean, if I miss on anybody, just let me know. But I'm gonna start off hot. My Texas Longhorns. I think they're totally frauds. Um, I'm not confident in anybody on that team scoring. I mean, they defend, but it's not like blow your socks off defending. And, I mean, it's just so inconsistent right now with everybody on the team. It's, I mean, like, their last win, Marcus Carr scores 20. If Marcus Carr is going to be, if he can, like, score consistently, then, yeah, Texas, I mean, they're a really good basketball team. But other than that, I mean, it's it's just no consistency. They're and like the, losing Chris Beard too. Like this, I think this season's like done for them. Yeah. They rely so heavily on Marcus Carr being a guy that could get you. And I don't think he's like that 17, good. 18, you know, especially when you don't have much like around it. It's just, they just don't have enough scoring at the end of the day. They got a lot of guys that can like play good basketball players. They just, well, and like Dylan Mitchell going weird. into the year, I knew he was not going to be good offensively, but not this bad. Like he, he he can't do it. He's like almost a consistent zero, just like mark it up. Like, oh my god, yeah. Great defender, athletic, can jump jump out of the gym, but it's like what the fuck? Like zero. they have two scores on the floor pretty much at all times, and that's it. 
it's him maybe. and maybe Serge Barry Rice when he's in the game. Right. Tyrese Hunter's not a score first point guard at all. Tyrese Hunter, I mean, not he's Tyrese. all or nothing. Um, Marcus Carr, obviously, and then like Timmy Allen, maybe. I don't know, like Timmy Allen. I feel like when I watch, he's him, weird too. When I watch him play, it's like I don't even notice him on the court. I don't, yeah, I don't think they're like, a good. He's team. a good player. I don't think Texas is good. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think that, I just don't. That's the only way to look at it. It's like they have every like they have what they could like they have enough to be good, but you just don't fucking know like at all. Um, Iowa State. I'm gonna put them in the frauds. Um, so obviously they were really hot, then they lose a uh, Oklahoma State. I mean, Osselberger is a great coach. I'm not gonna diss him at all, but I mean, I just don't think they have like really that like talent to be like an elite team on their team. Uh, like in one of those elite teams, and yeah, um, I wouldn't say they're elite, but I, I every time they're playing a game and you're watching, it's like you, you have they have a guy, they have guys they could they could defend the hell out of that, right. out, out of the basketball, and Kausher and Caleb Grill, as much as people may not like them, they as every shot they shoot, it feels like they just like, you feel like it's gonna not necessarily gonna go in, but. They get hot. They're really good. That's really thing, dangerous. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think yeah, it's like Tame Lipsy's the perfect point guard for this team. That's a good point. Yeah, I forgot about him. And they just they're big guys. Rob Jones is a bomb. I mean, I'm gonna get yeah. that out foot in front of you. He's just a but, bomb. Oh, out there. Yeah, Asuni, he he's just a good defender, and that's kind of what he they need. Some presence inside because you you have you have Jaron Holmes, Caleb, uh, Gabe Kausher, Caleb Grill, Tame Lipsy defending their ass off for a good portion of that shot clock. And right when you think you got a lane, you got to run to the SUNY down low. No, I I shouldn't have put Iowa State in the fraud just because like if they have like two guys, I wouldn't say like frauds, but I wouldn't say like if they with those elite. Obviously. If they have like two guys who are scoring for them, I think they're one of them teams that I mean they, yeah, they, can they just they go toe to toe with anybody. But they're a team that doesn't need that. Um, got because the so Tennessee we put up there, and because they don't have that guy or whatever, but they are an elite team. Iowa State's not necessarily an elite team, so if you're you don't need a an elite basketball player, like offensive player, really, because they're just gonna defend your ass off and just get some good scoring from everyone. But I, yeah, I mean, I, I'm putting them in the horny category just because, like, if they, yeah, they do can, get that scoring, get going. yeah. I think their team is like it's just one of those teams where like don't sleep on them, like don't forget about right, them right. because right. in any night they can come out and beat anyone just because of that defense and like, I guess Hill and Magic's back is what Jack said, but. It's a team you just don't ever don't don't forget about them because they can get you at any time with that defense. Uh, next fraud, Creighton. I mean, they oh my god, they have don't five guys. If they, they suck penis, I mean, they're gonna have to <laughs> they're gonna have to score the leaving shit out of the ball to win. And I mean, how how like fucking like, they don't how, even look good playing. How can you ask for that? Like in, going into like tournament play and shit. So I'm I'm gonna go every single player on their team. Arthur Kluma. So overrated going to the year. Yeah, he's projected lottery pick. So overrated. Ryan Nemhard, after Maui was touted at was getting on this pedestal of being the top a top three f- to five point guard in the country. Oh my god, is that was that off? He's not good. I don't think at all. Baylor Shireman, if he's not hitting threes, he's just useless. Well, he has to do literally everything. I feel like you look at a stat he's, sheet. He's he having fills it. He fills the stat sheet for sure. But that's all they're getting. And if he's not on, they're just not good. Trey Alexander has been the guy the that's biggest, really, like, yeah, that 
they go as far as he kind of does yeah. necessarily. Him and Shireman are going to be their guys. If they play bad, one of them plays bad, they're just not going to win. Kalkbrenner. Once he was gone, this team was useless. Yeah, that's the thing. He is so important to this team. They were, they were garbage when he was gone. They, he was only gone for three games. Yeah. He, they lost three. They So he's not he's not performing to what he should have been. They have three guys that are major underperforming what they were supposed to this year. And that and when you don't have a bench to kind of help make up for that, you're screwed. And that's Creighton. They're bad. Round of 32, I give them. I don't even care. You can't even say, what if they get hot? Don't do this. It's like, they're not good. <laughs> like, this is, don't do this. If they weren't preseason top 10, they wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have heard a thing about them. If you are, you take away preseason polls, obviously they would have been ranked because of Maui and shit, but they, take away that, they're not good team. Yeah, I just. Don't talk yourself into them. Stop trying to talk yourself into them, guys. Whoever's listening to this. You just explained it perfectly right there because at like at some point, even I think I do it sometimes. I'm like, great, they're gonna come back. Like they got the There's no way you just fall off that hard. But at the same time, I look at UConn. I'm saying about UConn. It's like they probably did fall off. They probably suck now. Oh, they're bad. Like nobody. That Trey Alexander is the only consistent one they have. Like recently, I don't like Baylor. Sorry, I don't like him at all. His face, his shot is I love him. His basketball game. I don't like him. Every shot, he, every shot he shoots is just it's swishing. <laughs> every three, he's such a good shooter though, and I like he shoots thirty nine percent as a fucking like he doesn't just shoot open threes. If he shot when he was open, he's hitting everything, but he'll just pull that fucker from who knows where. Yeah, he has supreme confidence. No, oh, he has the most confidence oh, I've he, ever seen. He can shoot from he can shoot from half. Yeah, and he literally if he he got a little bit of space, he's feeling it, he's shooting it. He's like, I don't give a fuck if I'm feeling it, I'm hitting, I'm shooting it. Even if he's missed seven in a row, he's like, well, I feel confident, so I'm going to pull it. Which I, you love to see out of a shooter like him, though. That's what you need. Uh, next fraud I have is Baylor, just because their defense is so bad. No. And if you don't get 90 out of their backcourt, you're kind, I think they're kind of fucked. You're screwed. You're, they're absolutely fucked. If they can't get – if they can't put up 80. 80 points in the tournament games, they're just not going to win. What What is their stats against good teams? Like, I mean, they're 93 get, on defense. I mean, they scored 83 against West Virginia – 81 Texas Tech. And it scored 90 or 95. I mean, let's go, State, like let's 80. look at let's look at their losses. 86 to 79. Give 96 to 70. 77 62 against Iowa State. He's not a great offense. Give 77 against them. TCU 87 88. 97 95 overtime. They're just not. I don't think they're a good team, honestly, outside of three players. I'm buying them. It's fine. I'm going to lose money. I love them. Uh, then I think I'll, yeah, I only have two more that we really, I think. Yeah, but I wouldn't say we need much. Gonzaga, uh, oh. they lose a sacred heart and they've no. been keeping it close with everybody in their conference. Like this team is just not the Gonzaga of the past. And that's all I have to say. Yeah, they're bad. I, I don't know how else to explain it. There's not a good team. Julian Strother's not a good player. Like what he needed to be. Anton Watson is probably honestly stepping up the most for this team. Other than Tim, you know, Timmy's bringing Russell Bolton and Nolan Hickman, oh my God, the under just underperform this year to the max. All these guys are underperforming. It's just a disappointing year because they had so much potential with all those guys. Like obviously, yeah, you lose Nemhard last year, but you had 
so many guards coming in that could have been not a replacement for him, but a big step and everyone could have stepped up and they could have been a very good team, very dangerous team. And it just did the complete opposite besides Timmy. Timmy's the only one who knows like this team sucks dick. They suck wiener. Okay. Yeah. Then for the rest of these teams, I'm just going to kind of rapid fire it and you guys can interrupt whenever, but, uh, the rest for my frauds, Ohio State, Indiana, no, terrible. obviously well, terrible. Rutgers, terrible. Uh, North Carolina, um, mm. Illinois, Providence. Right. I mean, they're like fun and all, but yeah, they're not a good team. Then Duke right. and Kentucky. I mean, Duke and Kentucky. Duke, I'm, I'm going to start getting myself back into Duke, honestly. I watched them play against Miami. They've got so much size, athleticism, they can shoot, they're on. This is when you start buying back into a team like that, and I think, I don't know, I don't know. Duke's got the best chance out of all those teams you just named. Yeah, I mean, they their ceiling is unreal. Yeah, agreed. We want to do upcoming games. I mean, if you guys have any more teams you want to throw into a tier. I don't but... think so. Whatever, no, I think we're good. All right, tomorrow we have Kansas versus Baylor at Baylor. I'm going to take Baylor. They're favored by two and a half. Kansas. I Baylor, I hardly know her. I just want the kids can can lose three games in a row. I don't think it's possible. That's, that's fair. I don't think it's possible. I, I, and Baylor's not a team like, oh my god, you're going to Baylor. I don't think Baylor's that crazy of a, like an environment. Yeah, I have no idea. Baylor Bears. Oh, this is fun. Duke ever. Well, when was the last time Bill Silva ever lost three games in a row? Honestly, this year. that's like an honest question. Right now, I don't really care about like this this season, like this, but like probably like, never has it ever happened. Probably never. Search, go to the next one. I'm search Bill itself's biggest losing streak. Uh, Duke at Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech's favored by two and a half. Who you picking? Uh, Virginia Tech. No. Duke. I told you, I'm yeah. going to talk myself back into this, talk myself into Duke, and it might screw me over. But here's. Here's a fun stat with Bill Self. This is wild. 108 and 15 following a loss. Holy That's shit. not even fair. And then he's had, how long has he been? A, he's put, so his record is 566 and 126. He's had three, three game losing streaks. He In his career, he's never lost more than three games in a row. So, yeah, awesome. if you're a betting man, Hope Baylor wins and throw everything you have on their money line the next game. I don't care who they play. Who do they play after? Um, Kansas. They play Kentucky. Kentucky. <laughs> Great. Ken Palm was a one-point spread. You better hope to God if you're a Kentucky fan that they win this game. Okay, so Baylor. on Tuesday, Ohio State at Illinois. I mean, both teams are just so fucking weird. Um, I did curse Ohio State. Is it lifted? They just beat well, Iowa. I mean, by curse, I didn't mean like they're gonna yeah, like, lose out, but right, they're fair, just not gonna do anything fucking like cool, like a Big Ten championship or nothing. They're not gonna do anything cool. Um, <laughs> I'll take Illinois. Yeah, I don't. Th- I I'm taking Ohio State just because I think they are so talented, but they just can't figure it out. Sense of ball is unbelievable. In 27 against Iowa, I think. Do I have to pick one? 
Yeah. I'll go Ohio State. I don't know. It's a hard game to pick. Yeah, who really cares, right? On Tuesday, Kansas State at Iowa State. I'm just going to keep riding Kansas State. I don't know. I have to. God, I'm excited to see what this line is. I've been probably Iowa State be favorite close. Yeah, you'd think. But I'm going to go Iowa State. No. Yeah. Iowa State. But this guy's totally changed. Give me a line. It'll totally change. Yeah. Iowa State's going to win this game. Who's Ken Palm have it at? Ken Palm has this game as a K-State by five. All right. Wow. There we go. And usually that's like the closest spread. Um, next game, Xavier at UConn. Shit, there's another one. I'm going to take Xavier. Hmm, UConn. I, yeah, UConn. Why not? Redemption. I, I, fuck. Um, it's going to be a good one, though. I'm going to go UConn there. I don't know. UConn, I don't know. That's Why hard. Why not? Fuck it. Um, I think we talked about this like earlier, but yeah, yeah, Houston versus UCF and UCF. Hmm. I'll I'll take Houston, but Houston didn't just lose. Yeah, that's fair. This will be a very very interesting game. It's still gonna be a really good game. Last time they played, it was four or five point game. I'm gonna take Houston, but Houston. <laughs> hey, uh, Logan, Wake Forest plays Pitt. Are you shitting your pants? Yes. <laughs> at Pitt, at Pitt, oh uh, yeah, at Pitt. Jeez, Mississippi State at Alabama. Give me the Tide. I don't even know. I brought. Yeah, give me right. Alabama. The line could be thirty. Yeah, Alabama. Uh, St. John's at, in Creighton. I think this game will be fun. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Creighton though. Love yeah, it. yeah. Oh uh, no. Wait. Yeah, yeah. Give me Creighton. No, I'll give me St. John's. I'm doing it. Sorry, I like. I'm going to take St. John's because Miss New York was at their last game, and she was like, wow. So I'm going to take St. John's. (laughs) Just for that reason, yeah, let's go St. John's. Okay, Thursday hoops, Iowa at Michigan State. Iowa's – I think we're, like, fucking awesome, but we're not. He just Um, lost. Yeah, so, (laughs) I mean, it's Michigan State and Michigan State. That's just a hard place to play. I'll take them. Wait, no, duh, Iowa. Fuck. I'm taking Hawks. Yeah. I love Michigan State. They're coming off a loss. They need to win, but so do we. Iowa sucks. No, we don't. No, we don't. Michigan State by we, 47 we points. Suck. We're missing our second lead scorer. On Coins fucking sportsbook, it'll be spread as minus 47. Ter- oh, my God. Put the mortgage on the other team on Iowa. Fine, um, realistically, 23. No, it's still not realistic. All right, talk to you when it hits. Purdue versus Michigan. I fuck Hunter Dickinson's on the all Joey Hate team. I'm going to take Purdue. I think, I hope Zach Eady just barbecue chicken alerts fucking Hunter Dickinson. They're going to kill him. Yeah. I, Hunter I Dickinson will have under, under 11 points. Purdue by 15,000. Michigan's really bad. Michigan, I don't know who they just played. They barely beat it. They're just, they're just not a good team. Uh, UCLA at USC. I'm going to take UCLA. I'm kind of drinking their juice right now. But, I mean, last time they played in UCLA, USC almost got them. And uh, this is should be a really Rivalry. good game, but I'm going to take UCLA. I like USC. Why not? Rivalry at home. Place can be rocking. 
That gym, is re- champions. That, gym, that gym is really dark. Bill Walden needs to be on the call for that. Give me Drew Peterson. <laughs> How's he been doing lately? Should we check? Shit. Should we check? Terrible. Not good. 19, 15, 11, 15, not bad. He's still a bum. He, I bet Drew Peterson's so fucking good at beer pong. Probably the best. There's not a chance he holds a class. You seen how dumb that guy looks? Holy shit. I'm going to have like an all GPA team of guys who would like drop out if they weren't good at <laughs> sports. Um, this weekend, S- SEC versus uh, Big 12 <laughs> challenge. So this is going to be fucking awesome. Coin, you should come down for that. When? This weekend. Saturday? Yeah. Mm. Uh, I'll be in Tennessee. Logan's going to Tennessee. Oh, uh, boy. Uh, Auburn at West Virginia. Give me the, what are they called? The Hilltoppers? Logan, I got good news. Yeah, what's up? You go. You go. We'll do this game first. Then yeah, I'll West Virginia. What was it? Auburn at West Virginia. Wait, no. No, give yeah. me Auburn. Give me Auburn. Yeah, they're actually oh, good. Burn. We haven't talked about them at all, but they're Virginia. actually pretty fucking yeah. good. Okay, this is what I was going to say. I mean, we'll get to the game. I'll just say it right now. Tennessee Logan is hosting Texas Saturday. I know, but I don't know who I'd go with. Who cares? Go for a couple hours. Go by myself? Yeah. Go tail. Why not? What time's it? Game's at it's five. I could just go by myself. Yeah, dude. That'd be, a, that'd be fun. Yeah. Meet um, some people. Top ten matchup. Well, maybe not top ten anymore, but. Xavier at Creighton. I think Creighton's going to have their tail tucked between their legs for this game. I'm going to take Xavier. Yeah, 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 yeah. All day. Xavier. Xavier. Go the X. Iowa State at Missouri. I think Iowa State's going to fucking kill them. They're going to dominate. Yeah, give me the Cyclones. By 100. Missouri's and... team total under. <laughs> Good. That's Mortal lock. I like that. Uh, Marquette. Super Mega Max will play. Marquette. No, DePaul. Why does God have to do this to me? Uh, I'm going to take Marquette, but I'm going to be biting my nails. DePaul's not that good at home. We just think <laughs> Logan got this into our brain, and he didn't win any money off of it. He'd lost. If any, like, it's Marquette. I'm taking DePaul. <laughs> he said that. Illinois at Wisconsin. I, I fucking hate the Big Ten basketball. It's w- the worst. It's stupid. It's awful. It's so dumb. Just play football and just... Get Don't rid of score. It. Um, Illinois, fuck it. Wisconsin, I don't know. I don't care. Are you scrolling down the thing? Yeah, I'm finding out. Somebody pick for me. What? Somebody pick that game for me. I don't uh, know. Logan, I don't Logan know. picks Wisconsin. Okay, cool. I don't know. Arkansas at Baylor. Give me Baylor. Arkansas. I'm ride with you, See ya. Baylor. Baylor. Ar- hardly know Arkansas hasn't won a road game this year. We're 0-4. We're going to have some serious beats here in that game, Luke. No, you have a million teams, but it doesn't count. Miami at Pitt. Give me Pitt at home. Miami. <laughs> let's ride. Let's I, don't, on, let's I ride. don't like Miami, dude, honestly. I don't think they're good. I I was so high on them, but I'm taking Pitt. I don't, I don't, Pitt's not good either, though. They were overrated for a while. My Pitt? I don't know. Give me um, Pitt. TCU at Mississippi State. Give me the under. Wait, what? TCU at Mississippi State? Yeah, yeah. under. TCU. TCU by 27. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's still scrolling. 
I mean, I, there's a lot of fucking yet. Florida. I, I just I I just have it up as the ranked games. Florida at Kansas State. I think this is gonna be a really tough game for Kansas State, but they're at home. Place is nuts. The octagon <laughs> of doom. Give me Kansas State. Give me K State. I mean, Keontae's gonna put up forty on his old team, on his old boys. Uh, Cohen's book has Kansas State by thirty-three. Jeez, alternate spread that to like twenty. I wish it was at Florida. We were talking about this. That'd be awesome. Can't yeah, going back swamp. to Florida. That would be so sick. Stay yeah, low, he'd probably cry. Not like I'm not saying like a bad way. To be, be awesome. Moment. Yeah, it'd be cool. Just it's an awesome back, moment yeah. in sports. Yeah, switch, that's cool. switch yeah, this like game. That. NCAA. Go to Flor- Go to Florida. Oh fuck! We're not even supposed to go over the weekend. Oh, we're way too far. Aren't yeah. We? Well, that was fun. <laughs> yeah, we're way too far. Well, we'll get we'll dive more into it later. Okay, the Friday episode. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, any last words out of you, fucks? Oh, sorry, guys. No, I don't. Know. Hey, dude. Apologize. I'm sorry. All right. I'm suspended. All right. Well, um, yeah, I'm gonna make sure to put timestamps on this. So, like, but in the tier rankings, yeah, you'd bounce around, whatever. But I don't know. I'd say that now. But anyway, thank you so much for listening. And as always, take her easy. Take me to the home. My favorite play is the alley. Ooh, I like the pick and roll. I like the giving.